Hello. Hi. How are you? Surprise. Um, this is a little bit of a uh, a unique episode, I would say, because it's it's a little bit of a Thanksgiving special. We're just we're only talking about the Thanksgiving games, um, so it's going to be a little bit of uh, a little exciting, a little different. You know, it's going to be a little, little more quick in two games in particular. A little quick here, a little 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 zing, a little zip. You know what well, I'm saying? Hello, so I'm, I'm, I'm the host, uh, Matt Anderson, along with my co-host, Brian Howard. Brian, how are you? Howdy ho, Matt. Good to, uh, good to be with you. Happy holidays. I guess this is happy the beginning of the holiday season. So happy holidays to everybody who's listening to it. Happy Thanksgiving in particular. Happy holidays to you, holidays, you and yours, as the kids say. As the kids say. Um, so before we get into the – there's only two games. Unfortunately, uh, there were supposed to be three, but the Ravens decided that they didn't want to. Uh, they didn't want to go along with the holiday cheer. So we well, they Ravens. just they so just decided two. that um, they weren't going to follow any of the protocols laid out by the NFL to stop the spread of the no. coronavirus. They did. They, 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 they said. They said. You know what? We we don't believe in any of these protocols, even though they're in place for a reason, and we're just going to kind of do our own thing. And here we are with only two games instead of three and the nation mourns. Right. I'm not, I'm not sure how deep you want to get into this, but there's a little bit of an NFL conspiracy theory going on where, Oh if, yeah. If the playoffs started today, and it was just a regular, just regular how they're doing it this year, where there's seven teams, only one team gets a buy. That team that gets a buy is the Pittsburgh Steelers. The team that's an eighth, the first team out of the playoffs is the Baltimore Ravens. However, what the NFL has proposed is that if games have to be pushed back or moved or rearranged, they're willing to move to an eight-game playoff where no team gets a bye. So what that means is the the Ravens then would make the playoffs. Steelers wouldn't get a bye, but it would still be Ravens versus Steelers. Steelers haven't played at that point then 14, 13 games in a row. I mean – Queen's Gambit's hot now. Are the rest are the Ravens playing chess, not checkers at this point? Many many people are asking it. Um, I don't believe they are. I just think that they, like we said, refuse to follow protocol um, because <laughs> I think if you're the Ravens, um, you can still obviously move up in the playoff seating. And I don't think the eight one matchup is really in favor for the Steelers or for the Ravens. I think in reality, they probably want to move up into <laughs> a little bit higher of a seed and maybe get a little bit more favorable of a matchup and not have to go up against that Steelers team. Right. But if they move to the seventh seed and there is no bye, that means they got to go to Kansas City. I think I'd rather go to Pittsburgh than Kansas City. But, yeah, but, if, they, but if they move to the sixth seed, then they have to go to Buffalo. And I'd rather go to. Buffalo than Kansas City and Pittsburgh. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But I still think – again, I don't think this is what happened. Like you said, I think it's just not following protocols. But, you know, we're an internet show. The show goes out on the internet. We got we to gotta just make sure that we were covering all our bases here. Absolutely. All right. So moving on to the topic at hand, which is Thanksgiving. I got a little fun fact about Thanksgiving. A couple fun facts, actually. One, on the me. first Thanksgiving, the first Thanksgiving, probably not turkey there. 
What was definitely eaten, though, was lobster, venison, seal, and swan. So, a little fun fact. Where, where, where did we go wrong where we switched from – Oh, I was going to say, where did we go wrong where we switched to, <laughs> to turkey instead of lobster? <laughs> I mean, yeah, we got – yeah. We got lobster. We got venison. Could you imagine how electric Thanksgiving would be if everyone got their own lobster instead of everyone having to share one turkey? I'm I'm just laughing at individual lobsters at like the kids' table. You know, somebody's getting beat over the head with a claw, and that oh, would be unbelievable. The tomfoolery with the lobsters would be unprecedented. It would be iconic. I mean, you're six years old. You got a you got a cousin who's like nine years old. Guess what? You're getting a lobster tail square to the forehead. It's happening every year. <laughs> it is you, happening. There is half of half of Thanksgiving is leaving with an imprint of a lobster claw on their face. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. It's incredible that when you break the lobster open, you get like those juices inside. You dump them on a kid's head. Oh God, what a <laughs> glorious day! Missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. <laughs> Missed opportunity. <laughs> Um, another, another fun fact I have is that Black Friday, the day after, is the busiest day for plumbers, which when you think about it, is unbelievably gross. I mean, unbelievably just gross, huge dumps I everywhere. Mean, let's, let's be honest. Makes sense. And the math checks out. The, <laughs> math, the math checks out. I mean, <laughs> it I makes mean, a lot of sense. I mean, I mean not, not, not to be graphic, but... There's nothing better than that dump after Thanksgiving dinner before Thanksgiving dessert. <laughs> oh, you're going double dump. <laughs> oh, I'm, see, I'm more thinking of that. That you're off Friday for Black Friday. You wake up 8:45-ish, go downstairs, have two sips of coffee, bang, you're in the bathroom, toilet's clogged. Gotta call the plumber. Oh no way! That that toilet's been clogged since Thanksgiving Day <laughs> when there was just. 20 relatives in one house and just full bellies just going in there one after another. Whoever hosts hosts Thanksgiving goes to bed with just the most clogged toilet that's ever been clogged. (laughs) Oh, God, that's horribly gross. Oh, God. That seems like a bad time. Just going to bed knowing you got to pay a plumber seven thousand dollars. You think plumbers? Because Uncle Leonard. Plumbers are charging time and a half. You think plumbers are charging time and a half? You're getting more than you're getting more than time and a half for Thanksgiving dumps. You're getting. You you think we're talking double? Oh, you think we're talking double? Oh, shout out plumbers of the world. Shout out the plumbers of the world. Black Friday's almost a holiday. You, dude, you got to deal with old people Thanksgiving dumps. You're getting so much more. Yeah, we went to the wrong profession. <laughs> I don't think we did. All right, let's. I, I'm moving off that topic because I'm. I don't really want to think about it anymore. Um, so all right, I got some more stats and facts about. We're moving into football now. Um, for people who maybe don't realize that, realize don't realize it or don't know, the Lions and the Cowboys always play on Thanksgiving. Always. Every single year. The Lions have played on Thanksgiving every single year since 1934, which is hilarious that they're still a franchise since they've been around that long. The Cowboys have played in every Thanksgiving since 1978. So both of these teams have been playing on this day for a long time. 
the Lions on Thanksgiving are 37, 41, and 2. The Cowboys are 30, 21, and 1. So clearly the Cowboys are the more successful, not only franchise, but especially on Thanksgiving. So I thought those were interesting. I didn't realize going into this, the Lions have been playing on Thanksgiving since 1934. Who was president then? Like Lincoln? I don't know. But math, math checks out. 1934 time. was Lincoln. 1934 was definitely Abraham Lincoln. Let me, let me uh, just think about for a minute. Yep, 60. math checks out. <laughs> I know he was 1865. I think he died. So it was a little bit of exaggeration, but 1934 is a long time to be playing on Thanksgiving and still not have a winning record, which I guess is par for the course for the Lions. You know? So. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, when when you play the game every year and every year your team basically stinks, you're, <laughs> it makes sense that you'd have a losing record. I mean, I guess I shouldn't be that surprised. They've won one playoff game since 1960. So, I mean, even the Jets have done better than that. I mean, the Jets made two AFC championship games in the last decade. Yeah, exactly. Put some res- – well. Okay. <laughs> Don't say yeah, I, Don't well, say it. Well, no, I was, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was trying to think back, and I was going to say, well, I think they made one in the last decade. But still, we'll, we'll, we'll take the two. We'll take the, the roundup. Actually, it was 2009, right, so 2010. We'll take it. So two, two, two in the last 11 years? Yeah. I'll give, all right, I'll give you the roundup. I'll give you the roundup. Um, if, we're going, if we're going by actual calendar years, then I believe it's the last decade. All right, perfect. Crushed it. Um. All right, let's move into our first game. That's kind of all the fun facts that I had. Most of the facts about Thanksgiving that I found, not super fun. Most of them are all revolved around smallpox and Native Americans, and I don't really want to get into that. So the first game is Houston at Detroit. Detroit's getting three at home. The over-under is 51 and a half. Um, this is the game I don't think you're going to like. I'm taking Detroit plus three at home. You disgust me. <laughs> You, are you joking? Are you joking me? Did you did you see Detroit last week? Yes, I did see Detroit. They lost twenty to nothing to a backup quarterback in Carolina. They're horrible. They're so bad. PJ Walker, shout out Temple, but PJ Walker is a goddamn stud. The fucking he was my XFL quarterback. I was rooting for him. I liked when he went to, met up with Matt Rule again in Carolina. PJ, this was not okay, how right, bad right, Detroit if, is. This is showing right, how so, good PJ Walker was. Okay, if PJ Walker's a stud, what does that make Deshaun Watson, Matt? What do you mean? Wait, what do I mean? I mean, you're saying like PJ Walker's a stud, so yeah, of course, of course they dominated. Um, they're going up against Deshaun Watson, who put up the Texans. I, I don't know the exact stat, but the Texans had I think 399 yards, and Deshaun Watson accounted for 380 of them last week. He's incredible. All right. First They're off, this might, be a hill that I, this might be a hill that I'm going to die on by myself. <laughs> so it's going to be a hill I'm going to die on by myself. I don't like Deshaun Watson. I don't think Deshaun Watson's very good. And I think you've seen it this year with him not having DeAndre Hopkins and not really having a solid running game behind him. There's a reason the Texans stink. Okay? I'm not saying it's all Deshaun Watson. Billy O'Brien fucked him. But it's not all Deshaun Watson. But I don't think Deshaun Watson – is as good as a lot of people think. I'm just saying. I'm not I'm not a huge Deshaun Watson guy. Also, the Lions play, like we talked about earlier, the Lions play on Thanksgiving every single year. They're used to the routine. 
Matt Stafford knows what to <laughs> do on, on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. You, okay, yeah, you're used to the routine of losing every year. What do you mean? <laughs> Look, man, what are, what are we talking about here? One, one. Let's let me just touch on your point about saying how Deshaun. You don't think Deshaun Watson's very good? I mean, that's that's a ridiculous statement. Just because he isn't putting up the same stats as he has in the past, because Bill O'Brien decided decided to trade the best wide receiver in the NFL for an aging running back in a second round pick, is not an indication balls, of Deshaun Watson. And Deshaun Watson is not the reason that they are losing games. Deshaun Watson is the well, only on. reason I mean, that me... they have won any games. Let they, me give they, you. Let me give you a little bit. Let me give you some numbers. Let me give you some reasoning. Let me give you some stats. I got information to back my pick. All right. Texans. No Brandon Cooks. No Kenny Stills. All right. Gone. See ya. None of them. The Lions, the last 24 years on Thanksgiving, are 17, 15, and 2 against the spread. All right. I mean, what are we talking about here? Those are phenomenal numbers. They haven't won a ton, but they 17, are covering. 17, 15, and 2? I mean, 17, that's, that's... I, I'm, I'm, I misspoke. 17, 5, and 2. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, mis, I misspoke. That's what I mean. I misspoke. Okay, yes. 17, that's, 5, that's and better. 2. That's much better. That's, that's what I meant to say. I misspoke. That's on me. So, that's a number that I can get behind. I'm not, I'm not touching the over-under. 51 and a half, it's tasty. I hope the over happens because that's a more enjoyable game for me at least. But I'm not, t- I'm not touching that. Detroit plus three at home. Houston stinks. Detroit also stinks. But they got shut out last week. They're not going to get shut out again. Matt Stafford, a little fired up. Give me the Lions plus three. I feel good about it. Not as you good should, as the second game. You I should feel much you better should, about my pick for game. You number. should never feel good about betting on Matt Patricia. Matt Patricia. So are, you, and the are you? So do you want to make Houston minus three an official pick? Yeah, give me Houston minus three. Absolutely. I, right. You you do not get rich betting on Matt Patricia. That's just a fact. Right. That's that's you just a fact. Don't get rich. I mean, you also don't you, get you, rich. Yeah, you also don't get rich betting on Romeo Cornell. Coach. Yeah, you don't get rich betting right. on Romeo Cornell. But I'd rather die on the hill of Matt Patricia stinks and doesn't deserve to be a head coach in the NFL than I would also also else. another DeAndre Swift is back, and Houston is thirtieth or thirty second against the run. I mean, Houston stinks. Their defense is bad. The Houston defense is the worst out of all four main teams in this game. So, give me Matt Stafford on Thanksgiving. He didn't play in Thanksgiving last year. David Blau came in. So, Stafford getting back, getting back on Thanksgiving. He wants to eat that turkey leg at the end. Matt Stafford to have a day. If you're playing, you know, fantasy, you know, on FanDuel, single game fantasy or single week fantasy, you're getting a little – Something, something for the Thanksgiving Day. Matt Stafford, your quarterback, probably not a bad move. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Give me Matt Stafford. Well, kind of. All right, kind of going off of that. I mean, I, I like to bet props on Thanksgiving. Um, obviously, of you course, are a big. You're a big I'll, prop guy. You are a big. Yeah, prop I'm, a, guy. I'm, a, I'm a big prop guy. I like betting player props. I think they're they're fun bets, and you know, obviously, I'll still bet the games and I'll bet them each way I can. 
Um, but I also I love a good player prop. Clearly, we're betting against that, each other. That gives point. that gives that gives everyone rooting interest. So you know, in a normal Correct. scenario, you're sitting at you're sitting at a home with your family, and you can say, you know, all right, we're rooting for this guy to score the first touchdown, or we're rooting for this guy to score a touchdown throughout the game, and that's a lot easier to explain to your cousins or you know your little cousins right. than okay, this team's getting three and a half points, so they need to win by more than four points or else we lose. So it's just, you know, something to keep everyone involved, keep the whole family involved. So I got a few player props in this one. Um, Give me DeAndre Swift as the first touchdown scorer at plus 900. Like you said, Texans, Texans defense stinks. Um, They stink. There's no, there's, you know, there's no denying that. Um, The Lions defense also stinks, but this one I think will probably come down to which team gets the ball first. If the Lions get the ball first, then I think DeAndre Swift will probably score on the first possession. And if the Texans get the ball the first, Texans then get it. it'll probably be Deshaun Watson or I don't know, Duke Johnson. Um, Low key, do not hate Darren Fells there, too, if Texans get the ball first. Let me, let me look. Darren Fells. I'm not sure what his. Darren Fells plus, plus uh, 2,200. <laughs> not bad. Not bad at all. But that, you, I mean, you got to hope Houston gets the ball first there, but that's it's it's tasty. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like stuffing inside a turkey. Tasty. So and then and then another another one that's not not a, not a bad play. I, I I mean I like DeAndre Swift in this game. I mean part of that is that I have him on my fantasy team, and I love just betting player props on people who I have in fantasy because it's kind of a double whammy. It's like, hell yeah, I'm the smartest man alive. So give me DeAndre Swift plus 600 for to score at least two touchdowns. Not the best odds. Well, you're, go, you're going first and two. Well, if he scores first, he's probably going to score again. You do make an excellent point there. This, so this is a 2-0 this is a and o or an 0-2 and kind of move, it sounds like. Yeah, and then we're going to go total passing yards, Deshaun Watson – over 300, it's, it's 300.5, but we'll call oh, it an even. Over 300, 300. we'll call it a nice even. Over 300, yeah. If he gets 300.4, I will personally reimburse your bet. Yeah, okay, exactly. And it's not minus, minus 124, not the best, not the best odds, but I mean, that's, that's a guaranteed winner. He's going to, the Lions passing defense sticks. He's going to put up the third, third overall pick. Jeff Akuda only played 24 snaps last week, which is not great for my pick, but it is great for Deshaun Watson's over. Another little fun. Well, that's because he only played 24 snaps because Matt Patricia is a terrible coach and he's an absolute moron. Yeah. I mean, I, I think if they don't win this week, he's done. See ya. I think this part of the reason why I took him is I think, they're fighting for his job, or at least he's fighting for his job, so he's, you know, willing to do whatever it takes. Maybe for the Lions, don't rule out maybe a fake punt or something like that. You know what I mean? When a team gets desperate and the coach is trying to save his job, any little thing it takes to win, I'm going to say Lions fake punt. I'm calling right here, right now. I don't have a prop for that, but if you can find one, I bet you can get pretty solid odds. <laughs> Got to be good odds for the fake. Got to be good odds on that one. Uh, you had any other um, props for the uh, Lions-Texans game? 
Yeah, we'll do one last one that I, that I just saw as I'm scrolling through. Um, TJ Hawkinson over four and a half receptions at plus 115. I like that. That seems that seems I like that. That's I the mean, best one I think you said the whole time. That seems like yeah, easy money. That's that's good odds and um I'm not sure why it's I mean also I mean another one if you want to go with receptions again, you got Darren Fells who has his total set at one point five. Um you don't get good odds for betting the over, but he's probably gonna get two receptions at least. What's the over? Uh, it's it's over 1.5, and the odds are minus 200. You're not great, but – Not great odds, but it's sometimes probably it's a, it's good probably to bank a pretty one. safe bet that he's going to have at least two catches. Sometimes it's just, it's just good to bank a winner, you know. Sometimes it's like I, you, you get into a place good. where it's like, it oh, you're trying to overthink to it, and you're trying to play the odds games, and you're like, oh, you know, this is the better odds, and this is the whatever. Sometimes it's just like, oh, no, this is what's going to happen. Let me bet what's going to happen. Right, and then going back to that um, Hawkinson pick, that's – I mean, it's uh, – TJ Hawkinson's the number four overall fantasy tight end. You don't get that way not catching balls. No, and he doesn't have a ton of touchdowns either. He just gets yards and catches. Like, he, I think so he, he only just, has yeah. maybe well, – I mean, maybe – he has under double-digit touchdowns then. Sure. He got like five, five. Yeah, I was gonna say. I'm looking. Right. He's got five four, touchdowns but... in 11 weeks, so he's not a he's not a touchdown dependent guy. You know, so yeah. no, I he's, he's, yeah, he's I like that solid, pick a lot. Solid fantasy. He's just a solid tight end who gets good volume. He just gets a lot of targets. They like to utilize him in the offense, and he's gonna go over four and a half and plus 115. He's Out of the 11 weeks, seven out of the 11 weeks, he's got at least four catches. So, yeah, I like that, especially against Houston's defense, who stinks. I'm all the way in. All right, moving forward, um, Washington football team at Dallas Cowboys. Dallas is minus two and a half at home, which, I, I mean, there's one thing I hate. Actually, let me phrase it. There's nothing I hate more in life than the Dallas Cowboys. Nothing. I maybe tomatoes and raisins. But other than that, it's a Dallas Cowboys. What's your hatred for tomatoes? Tomatoes are delightful. I look. I mean, I don't want to get too. I don't want to get too in depth here. I don't want to turn this into like a therapy session. But people who know me know that I'm a little bit afraid of tomatoes. That's kind of my thing. It's my phobia. They make me uncomfortable. Just even be in a room with them. I don't know how to explain it. I can't explain it. But tomatoes make me uncomfortable and they make me nervous. And I don't like that I feel that way. But what I, what, hap- what happened to you as a child with tomatoes? Were you just force fed tomatoes? No. Were you like? Uh, I think the have you part, ever seen I think the, the, reason the, that the I, movie uh, Matilda with the that fat kid with the chocolate cake? Was that you and tomatoes? No, I mean I've never seen Matilda, so I I don't think that was me. Um, I think that's the movie I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I, just, I don't know what it is. Yeah, okay. it, 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 it is Matilda, and anyone who's seen the movie is going to get that reference, and they're going to be like, dynamite reference, big dog. Um, <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> go on. I don't know what it is, but the inside of it makes me uncomfortable. The seeds are surrounded by, like, a jello substance. 
and they're like soft and I don't, I don't know, man. They just fucking, they weird me out. I don't like them. They make me uncomfortable. My dad just like cuts a slice, brings some salt on and eats it whole. And it makes me want to punch him in the face. I don't know, but I don't, I don't like tomatoes. But with all that being said, I think I hate the Dallas Cowboys more. Now that I think about it, I will eat a damn tomato to make sure the Cowboys lose. Yeah, you know, I'm going with that. Yeah, that's my statement. I will eat a tomato if it means the Cowboys lose. With that being said, I'm still taking Dallas minus two and a half at home against the Washington football team. Well, now we need to come up with some sort of a wager where if you lose, you have to eat a tomato. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I mean, now my I, I don't love. I don't love. I don't love my picks enough this week. Um, you know what? We'll, we'll, here we go. Here's we'll save that for the playoffs. We'll save that for the playoffs. Here's what we're going to do. Put that in the tickler file. You know, so, yeah, we'll save it. We'll come up with something. I was going to say if I went 0-2 on Lions plus 3 and Dallas minus 2.5, I would take a bite out of a tomato. But I don't love these picks enough to make that happen. No, we're, no, we're you know what? The I do. If I, go, if I go, if I go, if I go zero and two on lines plus three, Dallas minus two and a half. I will record a video of me taking a huge bite out of just a t- regular ass tomato, and we'll put it on our Twitter page. Do you think you'll vomit? It's what I, I, mean, I it's I mean, what I get's what I get for going zero and two. I mean, if if this happens, I mean, obviously, I don't want you like. Obviously, I don't want. Well, no, I do want you to vomit. Oh, if, no. if this happens, I, I want I, you to vomit. I mean, just, I mean, I'm just being I'm honest. Not. Just full transparency. If you have to eat a tomato and you you bit into a tomato and you just immediately like projectile vomited, that'd be the best video in the history of the internet. I mean, if we're thinking about promotion for the podcast, that's about as good as we could do. And then we and then you know we just I mean? at big tomato. Then fuck you, Heinz, and then we just – that's the end of the video. I mean, I'm not – I mean, I'm going to go 2-0, and so I'm not worried about it. Um, I also don't think well, I'm just I mean, going to projectile vomit if I eat it tomorrow. Now I'm on the Washington football team. I don't even like them. I don't even like that pick, but I need to be against you because if you go 0-2 and, and I go 2-0, and it's going to be like – it's going to be like bliss for me tomorrow. It's, it's basically going to be like you went 3-0. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be like bliss. I, I went 2-0, going to make some money. You went 0-2, I get to rub it in your face, and I get to watch you throw up a tomato. I mean, is Thanksgiving is, is my favorite day of the year. Like, is that another reason you don't like tomatoes, because some people call them tomatoes? Uh, that doesn't bother me. I just think those people have an IQ that of, like, 11. So that doesn't bother me. Um, but Thanksgiving is my favorite day of the year. And tomorrow quickly may become my least favorite day of the year. So I don't like what just happened here. Um, oh, I, I love it. I, I, I want a tomato bed. Every I don't week. know how we just – I don't know how this just happened, but I don't like the situation that I just got backed into here. Hindsight, probably should have planned a little better and maybe not brought up a fear of tomatoes. But I'm going 2-0, and so I'm not worried about it. Lock it up. I think I think I think hindsight is to not have a crippling fear of a fruit. I think Brian, I think what's your least favorite food? Um, 
I really don't have a least favorite food. I like all food. No, you don't. What's your least favorite? I do. Food? There's one. There's one you're thinking of, and you don't want to say it because you know what my no, next statement's going to be. I, 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 I really, I really don't. I would say pickles. I'm not a huge fan of pickles, but I eat fried pickles. Oh, uh, Amy the time. loves pickles too. So you yeah. know there's pickles in your house right now. Oh, oh, there's absolute pickles. But I, I need a pickle right now. No problem. I mean, I wouldn't be happy about it. Um, I'm trying to think. Maybe like some sort of. I'm not a huge mustard fan. But I eat it all the time. <laughs> but I don't like well, then it. how can you say you're not a mustard fan if you eat mustard all the time? Well, because I eat it on like salmon. I make like mustard salmon. And Who puts I eat it mustard on, like... on salmon? What is going on in the Highland households? Some guys are just eating pickles and mustard salmon. And good yes, lord, that was that was our dinner tonight. We had we had a side <laughs> of pickles and mustard salmon. Oh, good. What is oh God, you guys got to figure it out over there? Figure figure it out. You have a child now, Brian. Figure it out. Stop <laughs> eating fucking mustard, salmon, and pickles. The classic combo. The classic combo. I mean, Fourth of July, mustard, salmon, and pickles. What are we talking about here? New Fourth of July meal. I I think so. All right, getting back to this game. The reason I'm taking Dallas minus two and a half. Uh, on a little bit of a serious note, I know we joke around a lot on this show, but on a serious note, Dallas Cowboys strength conditioning coach Marcus Paul um, passed today, Wednesday, the 25th. Yes, passed Wednesday the 25th. Um, so T's and P's to him and his family. Um, when things like this happen, I don't want to be a dick and say that you got to capitalize on it because that's not – the way really to say that, but you know that this they're going to rally around him and his family and put out a little extra effort. So maybe taking them because of this is a bad look. But I got other stats, like Washington is three and eight on Thanksgiving all time. The home team in the last six meetings is five and one against the spread. Dallas is at home. So those are other stats that I already had planned before this unfortunate event happened today. Um, but I do think this means something. When something like this happens to your team and to your organization, to your franchise, it rallies the guys. They, they play harder. They play faster. They play better in order to honor this guy. And I think if you're somebody who's betting on the game, you got to see that, recognize it, and then capitalize on it. You know what I mean? Am I a bad guy for taking Dallas minus two and a half partially because of this? No, you're not a bad guy because of it. I mean, you're a bad guy for a ton of other reasons, but this is one of them. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I, I mean, I agree. I honestly had forgotten about that. And you saying that I'm, I'm off of Washington and now I'm back on, I'm, I'm on Dallas with you. I'm telling you. And because you're right. I mean, it's like, it does galvanize a team and I don't know, as messed up as it is to say, it's like, that's a reason to bet on a team. Like, I don't know, we're, we're giving our gambling picks. So, you know, we're not, you know, we're not giving you commentary on what happened. We're just giving you gambling picks. And that's a storyline in the Dallas locker room. Their strength and conditioning coast passed away. That's going to make them more favorable in this matchup. Right. That's you're right. 
I mean, I think I was going to take them anyway, just because they played a couple. They played their last couple of games tight. I mean, they you know, they almost beat Pittsburgh, and last week they beat Minnesota in Minnesota, which they weren't supposed to. So maybe they're kind of figuring it out. I mean, I understand Washington won last week too, um, and they lost on a last second field goal to Detroit the week before that. But like, I don't know, man. Washington still stinks. And it's in Dallas. I think they're figuring it out. I think Dallas realized they can win this division. Um, and I just think – I think that the moment's too big. Dallas is playing too well right now for them just to show up and just lay an egg at home. That's what I think. That's Dallas minus two and a half I'm far more confident in than Detroit plus three. So if you're only taking one of my picks – that's fine. I think you're wrong because I'm going to go 2-0. But Dallas minus 2.5 is the one for sure that I would go with above all others. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm telling you on that one. I like that pick. Um, I think, you know, I mean, I think they are the better team. Um, they looked good last week. Uh, they're, I mean, they, they still – they have so many offensive weapons. You know, it doesn't really – So get, many. It, it doesn't really get talked about that much because obviously they've been so bad this year and their their defense is so bad. But I mean, right? I would I would I would give my left arm for the Jets to have the kind of wide receivers that they have. I mean, their wide receiving trio is incredible. And, yeah, I mean, um, probably it's definitely top five in the league, if not top three. I I I put it. I don't know. I'd put it two behind the the Bucks behind Tampa Bay. Yeah, and and, he, and even um, then, I don't know. I mean, I I might put him put him above. In terms of a tr- this- in terms of a trio, in terms of a trio, three guys. Yeah, I can see that. I think there's a couple duos I'd rather have over their trio per se. But in terms of three guys on one team, yeah, yeah I, think, I would say they're second. I think I think as as a trio, they I would argue that they might be the top trio this this year. I mean, I think. I, it's tough to say no to Evans, Godwin, and Antonio Brown. Yeah, this, well, I guess Antonio that, Brown has played that, the whole year, and his other two guys' that's numbers have been kind exactly of down. One. So this that's year, why I specified maybe. this year. Antonio right. Brown has played right. the whole year. Chris Godwin was out with injury for a while and has been playing banged up. So yes, I was very, I was very specific with my word choice because I like to choose my words to meet my. Specific uh, example. <laughs> well said. Well said. Uh, this game, I do have um, a prop bet. So on, on FanDuel, on FanDuel Sportsbook, there's an odds boost for either Ezekiel Elliott or Scary Terry, Terry McLaurin, to score the first touchdown, and it's boosted to plus 370. And, boy, is that too tasty to pass up. It's normally, I think it's plus 260. But, I mean, Zeke or Scary – I mean, I feel like the chance of one of them scoring the first touchdown is two-thirds, two out of three. I mean, this feels – I feel very confident about one of these guys scoring the first touchdown. You know what I mean? Especially at plus 370, the, this feels like one of those the only, uh, a little... Uh, the only person that I think might be able to throw a little wrench into that is Gibson. And Antonio Gibson, that, yeah. Yeah, because of that, I'm going to throw him in as my 
uh, first player to score. I'm going to put him in there at plus two. You plus son one. Of a, you son oh, absolutely. Of a at, a, at plus, what, let me see, what is he? Plus 700. He's 700 first touchdown? Yep. I mean, at that point, you might as well take both of them. Take the plus 370, take the plus 700. You put $10 on both of them? Worst case, well, I mean, I guess you could lose, but assuming you yeah, win, I mean, you you can very easily lose. <laughs> now, you know what? No, I'm just going to. This is not where I want to go. Gibson because not, not... because then uh, that way, if Gibson wins, that means that you lost. So it's a it's a double win for me. To be fair, I did say two thirds that that either Zeke or Terry McLaurin won. That other one third, probably Antonio Gibson. So yeah. I think if I think as a whole, three out of three, we got it covered. Yeah, if, I mean, if you take all of our picks, you probably will win that bet. The other one, I mean, will I lose, don't think one of them will win, and you'll make uh, money. I mean, they're all plus plus odds. I had a couple of good tweets this week. One of them was my, my last week. I was either going to go undefeated or something else. I went something else. I'll save that for uh, spoiler alert. We still have an episode coming out Friday. You're welcome. Um, that's about all that I have for this episode. Brian, you got anything else? Yeah, I mean, you, you mentioned you mentioned your tweets, and I just wanted to, to touch on um, your tweet from today. What's today's date? The twenty fifth. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna need to pull it up exactly because I don't have the best of memories. But it was essentially, um, yeah, I got it right here. Far too many Christmas trees are already put up. There, I said it, and um, yeah, I, I couldn't know, agree with you more. Your problem is here. No, no, agree. I couldn't agree with you more. I think, Good. I think the fact that we roll over Thanksgiving as if it's a non-holiday and just want to move on to Christmas and just Thanksgiving gets so forgotten by everyone coming out and decorating for Christmas. Like, I mean, I walk around my neighborhood and half the half the houses already have their lights up. It's uh, unbelievable. I mean, it's it's. I mean, also, I'll be honest. I have a tree up in my house because Amy wanted a tree. <laughs> And it's like every year we have this fight where I'm like, Amy, I don't want to get the tree yet. We're just rolling over Thanksgiving. And, of course, I lose every year, but I, I put up a good fight. <laughs> well, <laughs> man, like I don't have a problem with people wanting to celebrate the holiday season and be merry and be cheery and whatever. But let's just not pass over the best day of the year. Exactly. Thanksgiving like it's is fucking the best holiday Arbor of the year. And All you do is you eat, you drink, just, you watch football. It's the best day of the year. You, there's no pressure in buying people gifts. You, you hang out with your family. It's a good time. You watch football. If you're lucky, the Cowboys lose. And it's just a great day. And I don't understand why we're, set, why we're setting up decorations for a holiday that's almost a goddamn month away still. It's well, unbelievable. I, I mean, and then, and then to piggyback off of that, you turn on B101 – and oh Jesus, B one hundred and one, goddamn! I I, I, I turned on B one hundred. I swear, I swear, I swear to God. I mean, obviously, I'm. First off, I, I are you B, an eighty-seven year old woman? Why are you turning on B one hundred and one? Um, because I love soft jams. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, back to my man. This this is not going to become a podcast where we bash B one hundred and one, <laughs> the most delightful radio station in the Philadelphia region. Hey, man. Hey, don't say a good time, but I will bash B101 all goddamn day. They fucking stink. 
especially this time of year, playing Mariah Carey's whatever, 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 starting oh, yeah, October I, 31st. I will not stand for it. Exactly. I was just say I turned I turned it on I turned it on Halloween and they played they were playing Christmas music. I I, I wanted to drive my car off of a bridge because I, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I was I was flabbergasted. It was the the most insane move of all time. I mean, like not only were they just forgetting about Halloween, they were just like, Okay, yeah, let's just move past Thanksgiving too and right to Christmas. Like at some point, you have to get overloaded with Christmas. Like, it's, it's too much at some point. I mean, based on what – to be fair, I just said some very disparaging thing towards B101. But there are no really good Halloween or Thanksgiving songs. Do not so, disrespect the Monster Mash. Do not. Oh, you're right. Hey, that's 100%. That is, that is on me. That, I completely forgot about the Monster Mash. I even had the book that opened up and sang the song. I know. Okay, that's on me. I forgot about the Monster Mash. That's on me. Matt, Matt, but Matt, the Monster Mash. Why is this on record in October? As, the Monster Mash is on record as one of my top five favorite songs of all time. That's the most unbelievable thing you've ever said. <laughs> First off, the Monster Mash isn't even about the Monster Mash. The Monster Mash song is about people who dance to the song of the Monster Mash, but it's not actually about. There's there's a it's a never-ending circle there when you really think about and get into the song itself. But, I mean, the song itself fucking stinks. I mean, it's a fun time if you're eight years old or now, if you're okay. 98 this, years this, old. This, conver- this conversation is over because that's, that's the <laughs> dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. You, you, couldn't, you couldn't be farther off. The Monster Mash is a delight for He did men, the mash. He women did the Monster Mash. All it was a ages. smash. We get all it. ages, Matt. All ages. Do not try to box the Monster Mash in. That is a generational song that will be played until the end of time. It'll be the Monster Mash. Let me, how do I put this more eloquently? The Monster Mash will be always equated with human history forever. Same way, you know, General Mao and World War Two, you know, all those things that really define human history, communism, the monster match is going to fit right in with all of those. Just so, so, so I, I have a counterpoint to that, and I don't know how to put it as eloquently <laughs> as you just did. Um, my counterpoint is go fuck yourself. <laughs> the audacity to compare the monster match. To those things. The Monster Mash <laughs> is as it is as ingrained in human history as happiness, Hitler? as joy, as all the things that bring people together. I mean, it is the great equalizer. I, I truly believe that it is a top five song of all time. So you, you think of Monster Mash like David Hasselhoff at the top of the wall in Berlin, Germany. That's how you feel about the Monster Mash? Just really bringing cultures together? Yes, exactly. I, I wouldn't I would be surprised that after, in, in the deleted footage from that moment, when he came down from the wall, if the Monster Mash was just playing, bringing everyone together. 
Oh God, I certainly, I'm certainly glad it didn't happen because I think they would have built the wall right back up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. With that being said, we're gonna get out of here. Uh, everybody have a happy and safe holiday. Um, we'll see y'all on Friday, and then we'll get into the disaster that was last week's picks. Didn't want to talk about it today. To be honest with you, <laughs> didn't feel like talking about it, but. It'll be addressed next episode, which will actually come out tomorrow. So we'll see you all then. Have a uh, safe and happy holiday. Uh, We'll check in on you on Friday. Yep. Happy holidays and uh, enjoy some turkey and football. Best day of the year. Bingo. All right. See you all.